Hey, shit talkers, welcome back to Hollywood Shit. We have another fantastic episode with our guest, JC Rubio. I gotta ask back? What the hell? Yeah, I know. Welcome back. JC Burritos. It must be because I'm Latino. Yeah, well, every time I see your name, it makes me think of Rubio's restaurant, and then I just want a burrito. So I can't text what you. What kind of show is this? I mean. I'm playing. Thank Anyways, you I'm Ellie Kona Bradford. Thank you for coming back. We have actually Jason picked the topic, so I'm gonna let Jason start us off. Hi, everyone. Well, okay, so so as you that's know, Jason Carter. I, hi, guys. It's Jason here. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Gives it Hello. Yeah. Hey, hey, baby. Happy happy holidays, you guys. Secretly, so, actually, that's me. Um, what one of the things I wanted to talk about um, because here at Hollywood Shit, we're always trying to educate and inform and inspire as well as give you some really cool breaking stories about the industry. But one of the things that really, as talent, that we're always told to cultivate and and hone is our social media and how our social media can be an asset in our career or be to our detriment in our career. And I and it's really perplexing to me how people judge you based on your social media because, you know, as talent, we have, we're always told to have a brand. Alicona, what's a brand? So my brand is Boys in Beauty, but it's evolved so much since I've evolved, right? So, and I fell into that whole branding thing too where I have an expertise in makeup artistry and in fitness. I'm a host. I'm a dancer. I've done all these things. And so I was trying to like promote all these things on social media and be the expert of blah, blah, blah. And it was so hard because it was just too much. And then I realized, oh my God, I'm vegan and I'm very passionate and I live my life as a very compassionate individual. All the choices that I make are dictated by being considerate of others. When I say others, I mean animals. So all my beauty products, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I don't even remember what your original question was. Branding. branding. That, so branding. So that's where I'm at, branding-wise. So when I am on social media, everything relates to, I love this purse because it's vegan and it's fashionable. So yeah, you can be whatever, conscious about your decisions and still look cute and trendy, whatever. Um, so yeah. Do you ever feel that, you, what you just mentioned right there, is it almost an obligation or, you know, let's say if you have to. It doesn't have to be a vegan post per se. It could be, oh, I, went, I went to the mall today and I, had a, I love these Jimmy Choo's or something. But it, since it's not related to your brand, do you feel a conflict within yourself and posting yeah, it or not? Yeah, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up, JC, because as talent and because we are so driven to think about our brand, it is like, is this relevant to my brand? I mean, I really like this thing, but I don't know because it's not blah, blah, blah. And to me, that's putting way too much thought on social media. It takes the fun out of it. That's why I hated social media for the longest time because there's so much pressure as talent, especially as a host, not so much as an actor, but as a host to have a huge following. So it became a chore instead of how most people are like, oh, this is fun. I'm going to share my Halloween. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. I need to find something today. I have to do all these three posts today and it has to be related to this, to that and the third and blah, blah, blah. And I even have a schedule written down on a notebook paper. Like, okay, Sunday is Sunday fun day so I have to do something fun day that's this and this and Monday is man crush Monday let me find a man who's a vegan that I can post it and it's like dude this is not even fun so for those of you who are not talented just social media to social media amen to you <laughs> well here's Lord. Here, here's a double-edged sword for me on social media and being talent okay so we're always we're inundated with this directive that we have to constantly be our brand through our social media. You know, I was just in a class a couple weeks ago where I was told to purge my social media and make it mm. all um, cohesive and in alignment with said brand, right? Which to me is like at 37 years old, I know what my brand is. I should be able, and I have my, I have my own followers and audience who subscribe to Jason J. Carter because of what I bring to them, right? So why do I have to edit that for the possibility of someone in the in, in, in outer space that might potentially give me a job? I don't agree with. And two, talent. No, I'm not going to say talent. People that book jobs and our genre that we've trained so hard for that are nowhere near as qualified to do the job. Reach. But based on their numbers that don't necessarily bring an audience are getting the jobs that we should be getting because of who because of the hard work we put into our craft. That kind of doesn't sit well with me either. I am going to piggyback off of that and say as a makeup artist, there are so many people. I'm going to be on a soapbox for like 8 seconds. So many people that will claim themselves as makeup artists do makeup on themselves and they have up a gajillion followers and I'll watch their videos and I'm like, that's mediocre at best. 
and you are teaching people how to do this and they look at you and they think that you are an artist and you are an expert, but you're not. And here I am working in LA as an artist, putting years into my craft, properly training on top of the fact that I can make anybody and I'm not trying to be all hanging on my own jock, but I can make anybody look beautiful. I can confidently say I can make this anyone look beautiful. I don't care how old you are. I don't care what your skin tone looks like. I don't care what type of imperfections in quotation marks you may have I can make you feel beautiful some of these young kids on YouTube only know how to do makeup on themselves oh my god there was this girl who did a her she was known for clown uh, contouring or something and she's a Caucasian or a light-skinned individual they invited her onto BuzzFeed gave her an African-American male and she a male female excuse me and she made this poor woman look like chalk because she doesn't know anything about color theory and she just made the woman, she did the makeup she does on herself on this woman. And then she turned around because it was something she couldn't take back. I think they may have done it live and was like, oh, it's the brand. The, the, the products you gave me were awful, blah, blah. No, honey, you're just not an artist. And I think that is the flaw with social media. From an executive perspective, I get it. Look, this person has 10 billion followers and if I put them on my network, hopefully those 10 billion eyeballs will make it to my network and boost my ratings. So is the challenge for you then, It's because at first I say, is it sour grapes or is it just the fact that social media is marketing and they just knew how to market themselves? I don't, well, I, 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 some of it might be marketing, but I think for some of these young people, and I'm not, look, some of them are great. And I think social media is fantastic because it does also at the same time give people who may have not had a platform, who maybe they're not close to LA, shine. Whether it's a singer or a dancer or a makeup artist or somebody else artistic, amen to you, you know? But for the whole cloud of people that are not, I think some of the young people may have started in 2008 when there wasn't as many people on social media. So therefore, they had started their following back then and it just got bigger. Okay, and now, and now, and now bringing it back to topic... So does this mean us as talent, do we have to have a page for talent? Like, let's say on Instagram. And also what we believe, who we are as, as people. Well, I, I don't, so... If you are too buckled, like you're saying, I know where you're going, okay. I don't know. I mean, I have, I have booked jobs based on my social media, but only because I, I'm smart with my marketing, yes? And, but what, what, what it, I don't, my whole issue with the whole social media is your credit or your clout is that it's sad that it's come to a fake false reality that we create on social media. Cause we only post pic. You rarely ever see someone posting a picture of them. Having on a shitty day. Yeah. <laughs> or beat or okay. Beat up or, you know, any kind of some negative thing that could happen in your life. It's always the glossy, pretty filtered, right? Even for me, yeah. like, you know, today I had a shitty day, but the picture I posted today was fantastic because again, my brand says Jason J Carter has to be this, 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 and that. So, it. I don't think that my problem is I don't like being told that I'm not a worthy talent because my social media isn't this or because I don't have you know I I saw a host or someone on this on this website that we that hosts in L A and she was like oh I have a substantial social media following I work for this network I have a substantial social media following of six thousand people and I laughed I was like six thousand people is not substantial sweetie. You know, try 30,000 or 50,000, 40,000. Then I started to think, wow, how horrible of me to have that because we're trained that you have to have this, this, and that to even be considered somebody. And this person's a great host, mm -hmm. a really good host, very nice girl, super sweet girl. But I thought 6,000, that's like beginning, you know? So it's just, it's, it's sad that we've been trained to have this thought process now that you, this amount of followers or a blue check mark next to your name means that you're somebody. I'm verified on Twitter, and the only thing that got me was another little, I guess, feature that I can now see who engaged in my tweets. That's it. But I'm I'm abducted. I'm in the cool kids. I'm in the cool kids club now, though. It's just it's just very weird. Very weird. JC, what is your stance on social media? I mean, you're a talent as well. I don't know where you're at as far as if you ever feel pressured to have you know, the followers, you have an agent. I don't know if your agent has ever talked to you about that. Yeah, with social media, it's so strange. For me, it's also, uh, someone taught me just a few weeks ago, and he's a lot bigger than I, he's verified in all this, pro wrestler, he's got a big, huge following, and he said the perfect word. 
they're not they're not uh, followers. They're supporters. And so I think it's a good way to spin it because let's say someone like Jason, who's a little more advanced right now, he's verified. He's got a, a you've got thousands of followers. You've got tens of thousands. So they're supporters of you. They're not buying into what he's doing on this project or that project. They're buying into him. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of it. And I, I'm a little more in that vein where I don't really care about what I'm not, these projects that I'm doing a high glossy version of, of myself. I hope they're buying into me as a person and they'll be with me forever. And yeah. I like with yeah. like it's a two way street with me with them. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not too worried about it because I know the people I have, they're genuine followers and they're followers of me, not what I'm doing. Right. So that that's where I fall in. So may, maybe it's going to take me a little long, but I'm okay with that. It's almost like what we talked about the other podcast. I'm I'm staying closer to who I see myself and being and not not budging the other way. Yeah. I've run into that before. Yeah. So I'm glad you said that because I just want to put a button on what I was saying earlier as far as when I was evolving my brand and the whole vegan thing. Prior to doing that, it felt like a chore. I'm actually passionate about being compassionate and sharing that with other people in a way that's not the stereotypical vegan, which is somebody who is like crazy. You know what I mean? Like when you say vegan, people are like, oh, she's hippie or they're going to preach at you and show you pictures of dead cows. Like, no, I, I want to show the fun light side of whatever and educate people. So when I found something that I was actually passionate about, I don't mind getting on social media and being like, hey, y'all, check out these boots. These are real sexy. And no one had to die for me to wear them. You know, and that's me and that's my personality. So I think finding that really did help because before that, when I was listening to all my mentors tell me how I need to have a following, I need to have a brand, your brand should be this. And allowing someone else to tell me what my brand should be, that's when it was not fun. And that's when it was a chore. I ran into the same issue with, um, let's say, a very big personality for hosts. And this person told me, you'll never make it in this business because you don't have anything to grasp on. And I was like, wait, let's see. Just because I don't have a drug habit, don't have an ex-wife, don't have any children. And so I have nothing to talk about. I like to talk about positivity, being a clean life, trying to inspire people. Try I don't care about what's on the Kardashians. I'm sorry. I don't need I to preach. No, High there, five. There Thank we go. You. And, and you know what? And no offense to them. Actually, I love what they did. I think they're brilliant in their marketing, what they did. Kudos to them. But what rubs me the wrong way is the people that sit on the couch and they watch the show and they know more about you know, these people on TV than they do themselves or the part next to them. So for me, it's about bringing that celebrity out of them. And that's, and when she told me, you're crazy. I said, no, that's just what I, I'm sorry. I'm not going to, I'm not going to yield my ways. I'm sorry. It's just because it's incongruent to who I am. So when it gets to social media, sure, I don't have those numbers. Sure, I didn't post four or five, I've maybe posted four or five times this year, but I'm okay with it because it's something I liked. It right, rent, you know, it's, so you have to stay true to yourself. Right. Well, and here's the thing about social media, though. Here's the thing about social media that I have learned and that I kind of am moving away from. I I stay off of Facebook because, you know, you you got to keep your own eyes on your own book. And we work so hard, you know, the the hosting community, or just when when you're an up and coming talent, when you haven't gotten to that next level where you've ascended to, you have a career, you have the contract, you don't, have, you're not auditioning, you're not, you're not, you're not in the rat race anymore per se. You 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 know, you're still on social media. You see other people that are successful, you know, that may have been here less than you, or that that just it's happening for them a lot quicker. And to me, that's a distraction. Not that I'm not happy for them, but why, why do I need, I need to stay focused on what I'm doing, be positive in what I'm trying to accomplish and focus on what I need to do to, to make, get, to get where I need to go. And I think that social media is a huge distraction for people. Oh, absolutely. Huge and I've also, for myself, when I've taken social media, when I've had social media cleanses, I've, I've seen how much time we waste on social media and how much more at peace I am with myself when I'm able to just be like, this is what I'm doing. I'm into myself and not a selfish way, but I'm into my career and how I'm trying to cultivate that and build it and, and bring things to my, bring things to the table for myself. And so it's helped me to, I guess, be more centered in my career. And it's just horrible that social media for talent is a job though. It has become a job. Yeah. It's a job. Like I have to tweet three times a day. I have to, to do all these things because some, again, somebody somewhere, this, this, this unspoken wizard says you have to be this on social media in order to be a successful talent. Why? Again, exactly. Why? Why? Why do we have to do that? Because, JC, you said something that was really powerful. Your followers are following you as a person. Mm -hmm. 
They 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 they're coming along on your journey because they like you, right? So a lot of production companies, a lot of you know talent agents, managers, whoever feels that if you have this built-in audience, that if you do, let's say I book you on a show, JC. Let's say I have you hosting Dancing with the Stars. There's no guarantee that all your thirty thousand followers are going to be watching Dancing with the Stars when you're on it. And I'm case in point. I'm on a very 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 popular reality show, and I tweet out things that are super cool. We'll get 10, 12 retweets. And I have almost 30,000 followers on Twitter. But when I tweet about this show that I'm on, it gets 500 retweets. And this and that. So it's really, it's very weird. How does that feel to you? You know what? I, it used to bother me, but now I've made the conscious decision, sorry, to not tweet about anything that is in regards to certain things in my life. I, my, it's my social media. I control that. I say what I want to say. I put out what I want to put out. And people, and if, and if, so luckily, surprisingly enough, people that like me for this other thing are now starting to come along on the ride. And I, I have to train them now and, and, and have them evolve with me. And it's been a slow process, but it's really nice to see people say, oh my gosh, I saw you do this. I didn't know you did that. You were fantastic. Wow, you have an opinion. This, you know, it's 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 very refreshing, actually. Let me, oh, no. What? Uh, um, so what I wanted to ask you, though, Jason, is something that we have talked about in regards to you being on that television show. Well, we'll just say you're on RuPaul's Drag Race. You've right. been for many, many seasons as one of the pit crew. On that job, you show your very glorious body. Thank you. Thank you very much. You question my own sexuality. And with that, for a period of time, the things that you were posting would be you on set. And obviously on set, your wardrobe would be... Scantily clad. Very much so. You know, in a brief and a this and sure. a that. And then you've got someone like a manager saying like, you can't book these jobs because that's too much. I've lost jobs because of... of those pictures because this is what people do when they want to hire you for a job they google you they automatically google you and and google analytics will pull up um at random the most recent or the most frequently will pull up the most recent picture of you or on whatever social media or they'll it'll pull up a bulk of a lot of pictures you posted it's hard to decide what's going to come up right so you constantly have to be posting to bury that stuff but I've lost jobs. I was up for a really cool job. Well, allegedly. I, I, I don't know if I lost it. This is what I was told. But I was up for a really cool job in Phoenix for a really cool network. And I was told, you know, we like you, but we're not hiring you because we feel that you're what you do outside of, outside of here. Although it's really cool. We're a fan of the show. Won't sit well and resonate with our audience who is this, 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 and that, which I get. But... It's sad that they lost out on a great talent because of this perception is reality kind of kind of situation. But so you as talent, you should all but I instead of being sour grapes about it, I thought, okay, cool. This is God, Oprah, the universe telling I me. I love that you always include <laughs> Oprah in I, have, I love Oprah. It's telling me, right, she's amazing. It's telling me, Jay, it's time for you to No, let me take it one step further and peel the onion. I was looking for a sign and I didn't even know it. I needed something to, I was stale in what I was doing. I felt like, why am I not progressing? Why did I, you, why did, we have this gut that tells us what's going on, but up here we think we know what's going on. But you have feelings, you know, you know something's not right. Something's not moving. So instead of being bitter about that, I thought, okay, let me challenge myself to show everyone that I'm more than just that. Let, let me have that be a feather in my cap. Let me start bringing forth this other side of myself that was dying to emerge anyway. Because for a while, I got sick of always having to body shots, abs. When I was so, when people meet me, they're like, oh my God, you're so much more than just a body. Like, you even when I see myself, I think like, who is that guy? Because I'm such a goofball, you know? Yeah, like, right. You know, it's like, but I, I play... This sexy, you know, muscle dude that, that, I mean, in an off season, I'm not that guy. So I thought. He's all ice cream and s'mores. I thought, I thought, um, you know, why not take this opportunity as a learning opportunity and really figure out a way to, to have an amalgamation of both, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, and that, and that has actually been working for me. I've now consistently been called in for things and have been working 
you know, because I decided to rebrand, per se. No, and you're much more... I think both of you guys hit it on the head. You're... Okay, right at this minute, what I want to say is you are being true to yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's... Eventually, you're going to be happier that way. But I wanted to ask you both. Let's say these these people that hire you, what if they say, so, well, you got to play the game, too. How do you handle that? How do, you, how do you play the game? Well, you got to play the game so, like in, the, in, the, in social media, on your Twitter, on Instagram. Right. How, you you got to play the game, too. So you gotta, you got to get rid of those posts or maybe add some of these. If we want to get hired, let's say it's a, the ultimate job. It is, think of your dream jobs. Right. Okay. So now, but you got to play the game a little bit. What do you it do It depends then? because if you're asking me What's to abandon my morals, God, I have so many. Top of your head. Um, you have one. Three. Two. Give me three. One. Oh, I thought you had three jobs. Three jobs. Um, no, because I would love to be a series regular on a television show, something along the lines of an arrow or something where I can be a, a, a strong superhero type person. Perfect. I want to hire you, but um, it's between you and another young lady. It's just the same, his same scenario. But okay. I need you to play the game. What do you do? But you got the divine game. What are you asking? Social media. To? I need you to get rid of some of these. I need you. This social media has to be a reflection of you. But in this way, if, it, it works best for our network. Okay, understandable. And to an extent, maybe. But if you're asking me to abandon my morals and just start posting stuff in lingerie, then obviously I'm be like, nah, probably not going to do that. Um, on top of the fact, that, let's say I'm a superhero. My audience is children. So if I were to have something on my social media and they're like, you need to get rid of it because it's not child appropriate. Okay. Which by the way, I don't have anything that's inappropriate. But if you were to tell me, for example, like the whole vegan thing, eh, it's a little too much, a little extreme. I'm like, no, that's who I am. And I'm again, not posting pictures of slaughtered animals and telling people shame on you for eating this it's i'm posting inspiring things like hey look at this so yeah or or taking social media out of it how about this when i sign with a commercial agent which i also have a dance agent who will submit me for roles to do commercials as a dancer i tell them before i sign my contract fyi i am vegan I'm not going to be a diva about it because who am I? But I will kindly request, please do not submit me for a burger commercial because I'm not going to do it. The money is never going to be enough for me to abandon my own morals to sit there and promote a company that sells a product that I don't believe in because I don't believe in factory farming and the way animals, you know, so it's like, and I'm nobody, but I will still stand by that all the way up until the day that I become as successful as I'm meant to be. So basically we're our own media empire. Yeah, it is. We have to be. Yeah. Yeah. The question you said is play the game. I here's the thing. If someone if if telepictures said, Jason, we want to hire you for we want you to have your own talk show. Jason unleashed on 3 p.m. Which he really does have. (laughs) It's a real show. Go ahead. Go ahead. Promote it. Daytime, you know, and they said, but we need you to get rid of this. Okay, well, check this out. How's the money? Because no one, no, no one's going to. For almost 40 years old, no one's going to want me to sleep with them. There's no casting couch situations anymore. Okay, first of all, stop right there. You don't look even close to 40. Second of all, your body's rocking. Third of all, to say that no one's going to want to try to bed with you is a complete lie. I'm going to dip them in barbecue sauce and work them like a rib. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm saying, though, is, is that I think, you know, the older you get, the more people know they can't get over on you. But the question was... What, when do you play the game? I'll play the game, sure. If the money's right, cool. What are you asking me to do? Do I agree with this? Awesome. Now, if it's something like we want you to have your own talk show where it's strictly some asinine, off-the-wall, you know, anti-LGBT, you know, they want me to play, be something that I'm not, I'm not going to do it. But, I, you know, like, it, I don't think that would happen. But if, if, if in order for me to get a really cool opportunity means for me to edit my social media, then that to me that's not too much to do because I'm already doing that now. They're not, but if they ask me, we want you to be okay. So you've been asked to edit your social media absolutely. right now. Yeah. Wow. For sure. And I'll 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 do you one better. I've been told we need you to be more straight acting. What in in currently? Currently, yes. That oh. I am too gay. How are you too gay? Because I talk with my hands. I, I, you know, there's, I, my vernacular, I use words like slay. And I'm, and I'm, that, and that's because I choose to, not because I don't have an expansive vocabulary. It's just, that's, you know, that's the colloquialisms we're using right now. Mm -hmm. So, and people, because they, because now still in 20, almost 17, people still think they have this myopic view of what the viewer wants to see and what, what they're going to attach to. And this is, even though we have 
LGBT all over. You know, gay is the new cool. Get out and fuck that. Sorry, gay is not gay is normal. I had a I had a meeting with Bravo um, back in September, a pitch meeting, a general meeting about talent. You know, working with them on some stuff, and they said, you know, tell us your story. Told my story. That's not even a story we can work with because gay. I mean, okay, you're you have a husband, you have two kids. I mean, that's nothing new. That's normal. That's okay. How's that any different than than Joe and John who have the same thing? And I thought. That sucks because of that, but great that you see it that way because it is normal, you know? Right. It, it is normal. So, um, but yes, in 2016, I'm always asked to edit and filter who I am, and I choose not to anymore. You know, I get a lot of comments on YouTube when I, when I do a show called Pop Trigger from people who are like, oh, my God, they have the really gay black dude or the outspoken gay black dude. And, you know, 10 years ago, that would have bothered me. Now, I'm, now I say thank you for watching. Thank you for watching because, it, to me, it's like that's who I am now. And go ahead. No, but I was like, but what's crazy to me is, well, okay, first of all, what is that gay dude, first of all? Second of all, to me, you don't act quote unquote gay. You act like Jason Carter. Mm-hmm. And if you want to really categorize it, then usually when someone says that, that means that the person is very feminine. Right. You don't strike me as feminine at all. Yes, you do talk with your hands. Occasionally, you may use certain jargon, but that's something that even a straight dancer Mm -hmm. would use because that's jargon in their particular area of their life. But regardless, I think it's really crazy that someone could sit there and look at you and be like, oh, he's so gay, when typically for me, in my mind, I would think of somebody who's a little bit more flamboyant. Well, it's funny you say that, too, because most of the comments that come are come from other african-american males who and now if we now if we really get into it the african-american community is really not upset not as upset upsetting accepting of homosexuality you know they 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 prefer to live a more homonormative life you know or hetero i'm sorry heteronormative life meaning that's straight that's the new term for straight and um yeah i learned yeah see young turks except they were deserved right yeah it's like you learn all kinds of cool shit but um so and to me like i said i'm that would have hurt me deeply five six years ago now it's like, well, this is what you're going to get, you know? And I think that talent and people, not so much talent, let's just strip away talent. As humans and as adults, you guys, we have to, if not, like I always tell you, if not now, when? When do we finally say, I am okay, I'm enough. I don't find, you don't want to book me on this job? I had an audition last week and they were just, and I was like, I'm not going. I don't care how much I'm not going because I don't like being, I don't like what they're telling me to do. I'm not that hard up for a gig to where I need to be like feeling like shit at an audition when we're working. We were, we're even, and of course, we're not too, we're not better or, or above this, but there comes a time when you're just like, I'm not gonna go to some open call with some 18 year old dance audition because I don't have to anymore. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with saying, you know what? This isn't for me. This isn't for me. I'm not feeling this. This is not what I wanna do anymore because we've, when you, you, Lashanti says, all the things that, all the things that, um, you accept sometimes become the things that you regret from that song Foolish, right? Mm-hmm. And I agree with that 100%. I don't feel at 37 years old now that I need to compromise or feel like I have to, I don't know, give give a piece of myself for this industry. And the minute I stopped compromising and the minute I stopped say, started saying no to things, I started, more things came that I could say yes to. Absolutely. I feel like that comes with time and with age. And I feel like... You have to really be secure in who you are as a person to be able to stand that strong as Jason does. It's hard. It's hard. It's very difficult because you will get doors slammed in your face and you just have to be able to take it with a rough skin, if you will, and and know that you're still going to go on and do good things. Because, I mean, I've had calls too where I'm like, why am I going to this? But I better go because my agent's going to yell at me and blah, 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 blah. And it's like you're at the mercy of somebody else and that's not okay either. And it's a beauty, you know, and what Jason was talking about, I think his experience is us as a society as a whole, I think it's now becoming normal. You know, like what he just said, it's, it, we're becoming more accepting, I think, even though we, we've been talking about all the things we see on Twitter and all, but I think as a whole, all this is, th- these are growing pains. And I think we're going through them individually and as, as a whole. I really, really think, and he just hit it on the head. As for me, I, 
I'm just, I'm happy. I'm like a puppy with two Peters. I'm, I'm a happy guy. Wow. <laughs> no, I am. I, because you have to love yourself, then you move forward. I mean, then right. to hell with what people think about you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's great that you brought that up, loving yourself, because it can be difficult, not even in Hollywood, but in life, because you see things on social media and you see all these great things or all these beautiful people that you want to emulate. And when you are secure in who you are and you're able to love yourself, you don't have to compare yourself to all those other people. I see all these young women getting lip injections and all these other things because they want to be like Kylie Jenner or this, that, and the third. And that all stems from a place of insecurity. You know, Absolutely. so it makes me really, really sad. And then you see those news stories where there's women or men, whomever, that are getting surgery specifically for selfies. Have you ever seen those stories like selfie surgery? Because they want to look like however that filter that they use makes them look uh. Or they want to just be able to look better in selfies. And that's when I'm like, okay, there's really something wrong with society if it's come down to this. Well, what's going to happen now is I, I know that Skype or Facebook or Google, one of these people, they're creating this new thing for an app for your avatar, which matches. So let's say if you're on a video conference call with someone mm -hmm. and it's going to match the appropriate response for the viewer to see in you. What? Yes. It's something they've been working on. It's AI, all that kind of fun stuff. See, now, now this is kind of my thing now. It, it creates it so it matches the best representation of you so that the viewer can see that. So in the end, what's real? So you're telling me I'm having a conversation mm -hmm. with an executive on the other end and the computer decides it would be best if I had a certain facial expression when I'm answering a Correct. question that they asked me because they feel like that facial expression is going to please the executive on the other end. You know, I, did, I haven't heard it specifically talked about with an executive but talking about with, amongst friends. Right. But I imagine this would be the same thing. Wow. We're right, we're on the cusp of that. That's like just taking away people's personalities. It's, I'm, I'm sure you have to opt in. <laughs> well, that too, but I mean, hmm, there's a lot of people opting into a lot of things that I don't agree with. So, so, so it's so funny, we're running almost like a split personality of who we are truly and who we are on our avatar based oh, absolutely. Our video. You know, it's funny, and I don't have the full board. concept of this, so maybe I may not be able to speak on it with a very educated perspective, but I've heard Kevin Undergaro talk about having a fake life. And I think he was referring to <laughs> social media and saying like, you have your real life. Like, so for example, as somebody who is an entertainer or for you out there, who's a business owner or what have you, and you have to hustle, 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 you spend 24 seven hustling. But what you show people on social media is completely different. So let's just say I am famous, right? And we want people to think that my life is glorious and amazing. So I could take two hours out of my day, do a photo shoot where I change my outfit, eight different times and hold nine different products and do all these amazing things pose like I'm at a party with you and I'm at this glorious place on the red carpet here and I'm on the walk of fame blasey 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 and then I schedule these posts to release so it looks like seven days a week I'm at something fabulous and I'm worthy of your like or your subscription because I lead this amazing life that is my fake life but in real life I don't have time for that shit in real life behind the scenes I'm hustling my ass off so I can either make it or once I make it stay relevant so doesn't that just shine a light on the absur uh, absurdity of it all yeah because there's a girl the the little australian girl i forget how old is she a teenager who walked from, from social media she had endorsement deals right yeah i forgot earlier this year i don't know if you heard about no. it yeah 18 years old i want to say something like that, and she just walked away because it was a fake life she was perpetuating and putting people to those kylie jenner lip injection type of scenarios and she just said enough's enough Wow. And, like, and she was making a lot of money doing it? I imagine she was doing really well for her, and then she just stripped it away. Well, good for her. Yeah, exactly. Good for her. And the thing, and that's the thing with social media, too, when I said about um, staying in your lane. And, and I don't, I don't, I'm glad, I'm happy for people's success. I really, truly am. I, I wish everyone the best. But I don't care. I don't, I, I can't care enough to, I have friends that we, I have some friends we all know that, mm are always upset about something because they're always watching what everyone else is doing on social media. And they're like, I have to peep up on people. Stop who, because they're, stop focusing on them and, and take the first step to reinventing your life and, and finding with your groove, you know? And you waste so much time. And you know, um, there's a guy named Alpha Male on YouTube who says that, he did a whole video on this saying that, you know, God, my life sucks compared to someone else's, but it's all fake. It's all phony. And you have to always remember that. And then when I, when I take breaks from social media, like I delete apps off my phone. I don't even, you know, people get mad at me. Like I'm trying to get a hold of you. You know, answering purpose, purposely, because I don't need that distraction. It's hard enough being talent and being in LA trying to make it balance a day job, a relationship, auditions, keep, stay in shape. 
you know, make sure you have all, we have so many elements, so, we, so many hats and plates to balance that our life is passing us by. It yeah. really truly is. We have been here 10 years this year, Alicona. We, we came in 2006. So it's like, where, where has the time gone? And then to add caring about what's going on on social media to that, sucking more time away from us? No, thank you. That's no. time I could be practicing my craft and getting better at what I need to get better at. But, with, but with that said, though, we also need to be cognizant of the fact that we can't we have to live our life as well. And that we're always on the hustle. We're always trying to trying to grind. Some of the best opportunities came to me and happened for me when I wasn't trying to make them happen. When I said, screw it, it's either going to happen or it's not going to happen. I have I'm, I'm going to. But what does it mean to happen? How, right, so a definitive, a definitive meaning, right? There isn't like you asked her, "What's your dream job?" And I, people, people always ask me that. I can't give them a definitive dream job because I just want longevity mm-hmm. because I enjoy what I do. So happen mean I got an an awesome opportunity. I got the chance to go work with a really cool news organization that people would kill to kill to be a part of, all because I was just like, you know what? I have sent email after email. I've networked. I've reached out to people. And nothing has happened. So obviously, I had to say to myself, I've, I'm doing all I can. Like, I've, I've taken all the classes. I've done this. I've done this. Like, what? And, and I used to get frustrated, but I said, you know what? I don't want to be frustrated anymore. Mm. I don't want to feel that way anymore. So I stopped. And I think it's like when you have, when something's too tight, nothing can get in. When you let go and just say, and it's easier said than done. It's so much, it's, mm. uh, I, I, it's easier said than done. What I finally said, well, I could always, you know, go back to New Mexico and do news there. Or I, you, I had to dumb it down. It's when I allowed myself to just be and let things come to me, you know? And it wasn't like they just automatically knocked on my door, but I talked to someone who, who said, oh, you should come and do this. And that led to other things that I wouldn't have been open to because I was so staunch and so focused on this one path that was supposed to get me to this one definitive goal. You know, absolutely. You see, it's so funny. You could this this experience is case in point with what you just said. Because when you asked me, you asked me just a little bit ago about coming in tonight, and I was just like, I was overthinking it. I was like, oh, what's it gonna do? Why am I gonna do this? What's it gonna do for me? Oh my gosh, I don't know what. And you get in your head with that. See, because I'm not. A, you know, I I know what I said. I know what I believe. But I am also human, and I also sometimes go through those moments. So even to this point, I was like, seriously, what's it gonna do for my career? What am I doing? Ah, oh, what am I gonna do? But just be open to the universe and and you go from there so it's kudos to what you you're you're living and i just experienced right now so thank you yeah well, you know, yeah you're it's welcome. just and there's and you know what honestly there i i'm all about peace now i want yeah. peace we know very little peace you know we know very little we know very little peace and very little happiness you know what i mean like it's just we're always so upset with ourselves or always you know in i mean Alicona, i've known you for over a decade now and you've always you, you're always go 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 achieve which is awesome you have this amazing ethic this amazing drive this stellar ambition and to me i i i echo with that with you but i realized that i wanted to know peace i wanted to know i wanted to know just what it's like to just be and get up and not have to worry about going to the gym or just to to be able to have a day where if I want to stay in bed all day, I can and not feel bad about it and not feel and not feel like I'm in competition with someone, some someone that I'm not even in co- that has no idea I'm in competition with them, right, you know, because right. it, it's like they don't know me. So why am I looking at their social media thinking, oh, someone's will book that. Damn, you know, I got it. I got to get, you know, when I'm thinking again, you're not going to miss out on what's meant for you. Right. Well, you know, I, I want to say, too, I've actually taken a step back and slowed down just a little bit because I got to a point where I was getting so worn out because I was that person that was rushing home. And instead of, you know, they say Hollywood is who you know and blah, blah, blah. And I believe that to an extent. It might be who you know, but at the same time, if you don't have the skill to perform the job, then you're not going to last long. Uh, but the point is, is I wasn't meeting people. I wasn't making friends because I was rushing to get home, to get on my computer, to create more content, to go home and to practice teleprompter or practice memorizing lines and and doing so many things that I feel like I was strangling my own self and to take a step back it's so weird to because there is this pressure to if 
you know, it's that whole saying, while you sleep, somebody else is working and getting ahead of you. So then I was also shorting myself on sleep and only sleeping, you know, successful people wake up at 6 a.m. So I was up at 6 a.m. and working out and doing this until two o'clock in the morning and not sleeping. And I'm like, I don't even go, like, I'm not going to school to where I have to be up at six, but I feel like I have to because everyone tells me that's what you do. So that's what successful people do. And so for me to take a step back and actually slow down a little bit and have peace, as you were saying, was such a foreign feeling. It was bizarre. I felt guilty. Like the fact that I felt happy in my life with my relationship with where I was at in my career and and being okay with my journey, my marathon of a journey felt so wrong. I almost was shaming myself because how dare I? I am not where I want to be in my career. How dare I feel good about myself right now? And I was like, what am I doing? That's so dangerous and so unhealthy. Yeah, yeah, because I think the big takeaway is what we're talking about. You know what? We, all the three of us here on this panel, have a beautiful life. Uh-huh. And it's really based on, on gratitude. Right now, yeah. everything we have, sure, we have struggles. But I mean, for the people that are listening, let's say someone's listening in Nebraska and has these same feelings that they, they want to come to L.A. They want to pursue what we're pursuing. We're at a level that we are, I am truly grateful for being in this position. Sure, I bitch and complain a bit, but you know what? I wouldn't have any other way. Honestly, yeah. I, it starts with gratitude and you move from there. You, you're learning about peace, that balance, that fine balance that we right. all need. So just, we have to learn. Trust me, I am there with you. I'm, I'm talking a good game, but yeah. I'm human too. So yeah. sometimes I go through it. So I actually had an epiphany. I just want to share with you guys literally last night. So I went to a workshop, an acting workshop, and I did a scene for a casting director that casts for a lot of really big television shows. And I got some good feedback from him. And so I walked out of that building and I felt good. I went to the grocery store. I found me some Ben and Jerry's because y'all Ben and Jerry's makes vegan ice cream now. So I got my Ben and Jerry's vegan ice cream. And of course, the social media thing, right? Let me take a picture of my Ben and Jerry's. Let the world know that they make vegan ice cream. It's with my brand, but I enjoy my posts. Blah, blah. Anyhow, so I take my picture and I was going to try to write a caption. I was thinking, okay, well, I'm rewarding myself for this good job. And the epiphany is this. Whenever we do something bad, like we go to an audition and we make a mistake, or let's say you aren't an entertainer, but you have a meeting with your big boss and you totally, you know, forget your speech on how you were trying to get a raise or whatever the case may be. We go home, we beat ourselves up about it because we're really excellent at beating ourselves up about it. I don't know how society has trained us to be that, but we have. And then when you do something good, or at least for myself, I'm like, okay, yeah, good job. On to the next. Like I don't take the time to celebrate the good job and give myself a reward. So as stupid as it sounds, that little Ben and Jerry's was my reward for my good job. And then I thought about my dog. You tell your dog to sit, And you reinforce the good behavior by giving it a treat, right? So why not, as humans, when we do a good job, gives ourselves a treat, so psychologically we are conditioning our brain to enjoy the good job with the, you know what I mean? Like really sitting in that. Yeah, that's not an epiphany. I'm all about the self-treats. I mean, I've lately, my credit cards have been like, yo. (laughs) But, I mean, I I have a watch fetish. I have purchased at least four really expensive Nixon watches that are like 500 a pop. But I I felt like, for me, that was my way. Well, I I say it's part of my wardrobe for on camera. I have to have accessories. But, yeah, but, (laughs) but the thing is that no one's making this happen for you in this industry. We've sacrificed a lot. I mean, JC, you sacrificed a lot to even be sitting in this chair. I mean, you know, things you've gone through, you too. My, my, I mean, we all have, we all have had our struggles. So I think that we owe it to ourselves to reinforce the positive because you are right. You, your question was, why, why has society trained us to, to blow over the positive? It's like, okay, someone tells you you're beautiful, right? But if someone tells you you're ugly, I am. Oh, my God, I'm so ugly. But someone just told you you're beautiful. Why did our brains say attached to the negative instead of saying, you know what? Because we're taught to be hum- humble. We're taught to not be arrogant, blah, 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 blah. But there, as I've learned that, again, if not now, when? When, when are you when, when are you finally going to say, you know what? I have achieved. I have earned this. I do deserve this. And haven't you noticed the people who always say they deserve get Yes. Yes. The squeaky wheel gets spoiled. Yes. Even, attraction thing. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Even the people that don't deserve. If that makes sense, like the arrogant big oh. butthole that thinks the world owes them stuff, and they're like, "Well, I deserve this, and I deserve that," and somehow you see that person getting all these things, and you're like, "What?" I read. Well, I really think it is. I read a Mark and a Mark and Angel. They have really cool um, blogs on 
everything, how to let go. And they talked about the overconfident, arrogant asshole, how that person has a 65% more chance of being successful than the humble, nice guy. And here's what. shame. Because they, Kanye West is this guy. Oh, God. But because Kanye West, even before Kanye West became Kanye West, he was on a track for Jay. He had a, he had eight eight bars on a Jay Z song before he was Kanye West, and he made sure everyone knew he had the, those eight bars on that song. He was his own hype machine. He he felt entitled to success. So people who have that mentality will continue to to build momentum because they're constantly feeling like I'm owed this success. And there's and I think that how we temper that and how we how we yeah, that was going to be my question. Yeah. Where does it become braggadocious and where does it become just healthy self-esteem? Well, I, you know, I think that that's a great question because I, I, I've struggled with that because, again, I had a hosting coach tell me that I was super arrogant and I, was, I came off as this arrogant, entitled, spoiled brat, which was the furthest thing from who I am as a person. I'm like, what are you talking about? And I, and I, and I started I start to think, well, am I giving off some energy that I'm not aware of? Nope. I wasn't. I was just focused on the craft because I'm a perfectionist in what I want to do. And why not be the best at what you're doing? So your question was, when, is it, when does it become... Health, where, where is the line between healthy self-esteem and being cocky, arrogant, and out of control? Well, it all depends on the person. I personally don't... I like not super... I like super confident people. Because one of the things I've learned being around super confident people a lot lately is that, one, you find out that there's a reason why they are the way they are. And if... there, Of course, there's frauds. Of course, there's people who are just like, whatever, probably entitled like kids, rich kids, whatever you, whatever, whatever you have. But when you get down to the thick of it, a lot of super confident people are that way because they have a track record of success that's shown them, that has given them kind of permission to be that way, even though they have no permission to be that way. They feel, I've achieved. And then so you dig it deeper and you're like, okay, well, what have you achieved? Then you start to find out, wow, that's pretty impressive. And how did you get there? And you find out a lot of backstories. So Kanye West is a brilliant, to me, I love Kanye's music. I love his artistry and I love his fashion. He... Why? Okay. Why? Why? He, he, I, his, I, 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 saw, I actually cyber Jason. No, I feel like because for me, his talent is overshadowed by his cockiness, his arrogance, and maybe it is an act, but there's just a certain fine line that you don't cross. And like with him hopping up in front of Taylor Swift, and when she was first receiving her award, and him feeling the need to get up and interrupt her speech, and like stuff like that, that to me is so ignorant that I can't buy into you because I just I, I'm not going to reward your behavior. And I also feel like yes, perhaps when he first came out, maybe he put more effort into his music, and I did like it. But as I listened to some of the stuff now like when he and jay-z did was that the otis redding remake Mm -hmm. his lyrics to me were so weak compared to jay-z's i was like what the hell are you talking about run to the mall and chase a ball like come on dude like give me if i'm gonna give you my money you get you better give me some quality work i can't stand that like lame no like no content in your content, if that makes sense. So that's why I don't buy into to Kanye. He's just not my my deal. But you, but you don't also buy into Beyonce either. For the same reason, I used to think she was fantastic when she first came out. When she first went solo, I loved her stuff. I'm not going to take away from the fact that she's a hard worker. But if you listen to some of the lyrics, and maybe there's hidden in her album somewhere, if you purchase it, some great stuff. But her mainstream stuff that she's been putting out, no sense. I'm sorry. Like, to me, that's an insult to my intelligence. What was that? 7-Eleven song? That's insulting my intelligence. The fact that you can be like, well, I'm Queen Bay, and I can put whatever I on the radio, and you're going to listen to it, and you're going to love it. Work, bitch. Well, Fuck you. Well, sorry. It's okay, but be thinking about Okay, so... <laughs> no, I mean, you, you make a valid point, but... And not to defend Beyonce, but let's let's check. But the he's re- going to defend let, Beyonce. No, yeah. no, let's check the receipts on. Okay, so people say the same thing about Mariah Carey and and, and about. Let's check the receipts on Beyonce. You 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 said that she the content of what she's putting out is 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 wow. like is like killing your brain cells. Yeah, right? yeah, okay. yeah. So. But Beyonce, the reason why Beyonce has been able to put out a song like Seven Eleven, which was a B side, which was not really a single, was a B side, was because the main A sides and what she's been so prolific at, at doing is giving us quality work. The Beyonce Beyonce album from start to finish is impeccable. The way she delivered that album to us was impeccable. Fast forward twenty sixteen, Lemonade. Beyonce is one of the only artists on the planet right now that can 
go on an interview, have a phrase, say something like, I came to slay, kill everyone, and that will influence pop culture instantly because she's that powerful. Now, getting back to her artistry, Lemonade, Lemonade is an al- a conceptualized album based on what's going on in our world today. Beyonce took a platform and said, took her platform and said, okay, you know what? I've had enough. Beyonce's always been um, a statement maker. Just now with Lemonade, her current LP, she took it one step further and said, okay, cool. Obviously, the message is not being heard, and I am of this community. Beyonce doesn't act like she's above anyone. But she's saying, let me dive in and, and, and get part of the conversation the best way I know how, which is through my music. So you may think that her artistry or she may be saying stupid things as far as some of the songs. But if you if you get into her movement as a whole and what she's doing and, and how she's an activist and all and how she's she's using her her popularity to push forward a message that we all need to hear just like india i remember india Irie, where she's i am not my hair and all. she was trying she was trying to use her platform to show equality for women right. beyonce's using her platform to let you know that yo minorities are being killed right no and i'm okay with that i'm okay with that that's not what i'm knocking her for i'm just saying if you're gonna put out music not not that specific one but going back to there's been a few songs where just the lyrics to me lacked a bit of intelligence and i expect more from her but you expect more from justin timberlake and he has a song called sunshine in my pocket from a movie for kids that's kind of the same on the same vein right uh, well i've never said i like that particular no, song either though no but i mean because i know you're a justin timberlake fan right, right. we've had this conversation right. about you think you think justin timberlake is a better is, has more artistry than beyonce mm-hmm. which i don't think just and i'm not i'm not arguing with you i'm just trying to i'm trying to to, to compare and contrast yeah, yeah, to, to ju- juxtapose both artists Justin could could never I shouldn't say never but Justin if Justin wouldn't I don't think he has the wherewithal or the the mind to conceptualize a visual album and have and have a, a message the way Beyonce has I think the only person that could possibly do that, I, I know we're veering off topic Way so much, off topic, it, yeah. but it's a Bruno Mars. Right. I think Bruno And I'm not Mar- a Bruno fan at all, but I think that he, but again, you get it, the way they think and how they, and how. Redefine. Right. You know, so, but you, you, the, the, the comment we were talking about people who, who like say, you're saying that they, they use their platform to say bullshit, right? Right. So it's just. It is what it is, you know, and as far and just to, to end the Beyonce conversation too, Beyonce again is one of the only artists ever who doesn't follow anyone on social media, has millions of followers, and rarely gives interviews, and rarely and rarely says anything in public about anything. She's very mum across the board. She lets everything speak through her music, which I think is so powerful and what and what Michael Jackson wanted, was doing and what a lot of artists back in the day were doing. She want Beyonce wants you to to subscribe to the gift of music she's giving us, not her as as Her personal life, uh, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Anyways, um, I don't mean to cut this conversation short, but this has turned into a fifty-two minute conversation. What? So uh, I think it's about time for us to wrap it up. But I did enjoy like talking to both of you guys and obviously sharing our opinions with you guys at home. So thank you for listening, whether you agree or disagree. Hopefully, we were able to stir up some sort of emotions, which is basically what we want to do: is just to stimulate you, but at the same time, hopefully give you something to learn from. So anyways, that's pretty much it. Make sure you take the time to follow us. We'd really appreciate it if you find us on social media at Hollywood Shit LA. Also our website, hollywoodshit.wix.com backslash inspire. I'm Allie Kona Bradford. Find me at Boys and Media. It's a lot of social media, but that's okay. That was a topic today. Social media. Go ahead, Jason. Yes, very important. My social media. I really want to get it out there. I could use a few more followers. Thank you. Follow me all across the board at JC Rubio TV. Don't follow me at all. Just kidding. You can follow me on Twitter at JJC Forever and on Instagram at Jason Carter Official. And we are officially out. Good night.